Hey there, this is the A Talking Dude podcast, episode three. Thank you very much for listening and do hook up on social media. You can find me on Twitter, it's at A Talking Dude. In this episode, we're going to talk about drill music and London violence. So I'm making this video in May 2018 and a few weeks ago in kind of March, April of this year, there was a, a huge spike in interest in drill music relating to a, a fairly large spike in violent crime in London, so knife crime and stabbings and the media kind of got got onto this whole drill music scene and, and there were a whole, whole bunch of articles in the Daily Mail, the Sun, the Mirror, the Guardian, you know, all talking about drill music, does drill music cause violence, you know, or, you know, what are the factors that go into this, this street violence surge and so forth. And, um, you know, I, I kind of learned about drill music kind of 2016, but definitely 2017. And, you know, I've been following it kind of closely or as closely as, as I can for someone who's twice as old as you know, most of the protagonists in this scene. So I thought in this podcast, I'll talk a little bit about drill music and about kind of roughly answer the question, does drill music cause violence? And my answer, my quick answer is no, it's not the cause of the violence that we're seeing in London and other cities, but it's definitely a very important factor. What I want to talk about is some of the things that, that I find, you know, kind of characterizes UK drill. The first and probably the most important thing about drill is that drill is all about these groups, these different drill groups are basically gangs as well. Most of them are, are not just mus music groups per se, but they're also gangs. They're, most of them are involved in the street and, you know, they're, you know, these groups and the gangs, what, what most fascinates me about them is that they don't represent just a postcode. You know, you hear people talking about a postcode war. It's, it's more than just a postcode. These groups represent a specific estate within a postcode, you know, and they, they are intensely, lo intensely loyal to their locality. Now, what I sometimes mock, but I probably shouldn't mock, I sometimes mock the fact that, you know, these people, neither, they don't own a square inch of land or property on, in these areas, and neither do their parents, because, you know, these are all council estates that we're talking about here. In the hotbed of drill music is South London, Brixton, you know, and those kind of areas there, Peckham, and so on, but also East, all parts of London, really, and even all part, other parts of the country as well. But the council estate is kind of like the epicenter of drill music. But even though these guys don't own, literally own any property, they are, they feel that they, you know, deep down that they own their block. It's all about the block. Territorially, they believe that they own the block. So they they feel that they can control access to the block, that they can decide who can roam freely. If you're going to be roaming, you know, operating freely on that block, then you're going to have to be down with their, their crew, their gang. Um, but this control, of course, only really pertains to people of their own kind of age range with these by the way these are school children we're talking about we're not talking about no you know people in their 30s or 20s these are we're talking about kids 16 17 18 these, this is the age range we're now talking about with regard to these people and for a big man you know someone if you're maybe in your 30s 20s or 30s you can walk around these areas no problems at all no one would bat an eyelid because you're not part of that world and this is what sometimes is really hard for adults, older people to understand is that in that world of school age boys and girls, 
going to certain estates is is like signing your own death warrant or at least you know cruising for a battering a bruising and and you know it's a very much an age specific kind of world and as i say these these kids their particular gangs are are connected to a specific locality within a a specific council estate and it's all about the block the block is their base they feel completely you know identified and and loyal to that particular locality and it shows actually that you don't you know your geographical location is so important it's a way for you know a sense of belonging a sense of purpose a sense of ownership a sense of power all comes down to that location the second thing these kids are not just making up stuff they're not this isn't make-believe that they're talking about in their songs again it's hard for most of us to kind of get it through all the slang and whatnot but when you check it out they are talking about actual incidents a lot of the time actual incidents they will name specific names they'll use the street names of these people so that makes it difficult for people to decipher but they're talking about actual names they're talking about actual locations specific incidents in those actual locations that they have been involved in and you know one of the one of the really one of the worst things about it one of the most one of the most distressing things about it is that they mock the dead they they routinely mock people who who have died and one of the notorious examples of this came i think it was about a month ago in march april 2018 was where some dude called young diz he he rapped a verse on a on a on a group song where he basically said that he was laughing at the mum of one of these dead hoodlums he was laughing about how the mum was crying he was saying well what about my boy who did you know this is what these people are on they're prom- they're promising violence to each other they're promising retaliation for in- incidents that have happened they are you know they're beefing on record basically they these songs half these songs that you're hearing they are tit for tat you know it's almost like you know if if uh, what would I say? If if the craze got into music and they were beefing with some other gang from you know them days, this is what this would be, you know. And it's it's a you know let's we need to get real about this. This is what makes drill particularly different, qualitatively qualitatively dis- different from previous musics, previous kind of gangster rap and so forth. Is that these people are openly, blatantly talking about names, places, and uh, you know promising each other violence and so forth. It's almost like you can listen to these songs, watch these videos, and learn what is going on in the streets. And you know what? I'm pretty sure Operation Trident and all these other police you know operatives are exactly doing that and it's funny you hear these you hear these people talking about that in the comments you hear them talking about ah this is a undie meaning an undercover talk you know that's an undie man there's undies in these comments (laughs) but weirdly these guys can't help themselves but brag on the records because that is what gives them the oxygen you know to do to carry on what they're doing and this is the third thing is that these wars that these people are, you know, these kids are involved in are played out on social media every bit as much as they are played out on the roads of, of Brixton, of Peckham, of, of Lewisham, of, you know, Halsden or wherever, Tottenham and so on. The venues are Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube to a lesser extent, and probably loads of other forums that I'm probably too old to know about. What, what you see, for example, you'll see lurking videos. So this is where like some gang or group say, you know, I won't name names necessarily, but they'll, they'll say, oh yeah, they'll record themselves on Snapchat going to their rival's block and they'll be like, where are you? Where are these guys? They're never out here. You're not out here. Where are you? 
you know, dissing them, showing that you don't even own your block. Again, going back to that territory thing, you don't even control your own territory because where are you? Your ops are right here waiting for you and you're not out here. You see a lot of that kind of stuff going on. These, I think they call it lurking videos. Another thing you'll see is uh, vi videos where, where they'll, they'll find somebody who is in, in their, one of their ops, so their, their opponents, their opposition, one of their ops, they'll find them on their own somewhere and they'll chase them, shout out, yeah, where are you running to? Who, yo, yo, where are you going? Such and such. Or they'll catch them and they'll beat them up and they'll force them to diss their own crew and to, and to big up the ops and so on. You get a lot of these kind of slipping, you know, such and such caught slipping, such and such caught lacking. And obviously that leads to, to repercussions. You know, and so you get these repercussion videos where they'll 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 do the same thing. So they'll catch one of the ops and they'll humiliate them. Often they'll beat them up. Sometimes sexual as well. This is I didn't realize that this happens, but I saw some TV program on Channel Four. I think it was on Five, where they were saying that often it involves sexual violence. You know, sexual humiliation. They'll strip them naked. They'll force them to do things and this, that, and the other. Very depraved stuff. But this is what these people are on, actually. And the, th the fourth thing to say is that it, in relation to that, they're not just kind of the audience for all of these videos that they're putting out there and, and you know, snaps and instas and whatnot. The audience isn't just each other. The audience actually is probably more so the the large number of other kids who are who are lapping up all of this stuff. And this is what's really weird. You know, there's a bunch of kids, presumably a lot of them are from these same kind of estates or the same kind of world, but a lot of them as well are not. A lot of them are from very suburban nice lovely areas and so forth and this is what this is where drill and this whole scene becomes kind of particularly of interest to the rest of the country because just like you're getting these country lines county lines whereby some of these kids are going out into into the into the shires surrounding london and other parts of the country to sell drugs and take over you know houses and start trapping out there and so forth by the same token, a lot of the, a lot of the a lot of kids in these kind of quieter areas are getting drawn into this this kind of world because you know, unfortunately, with youngsters, they're often boys in particular, often drawn to the violence, to the to the aggressiveness, to the to the strength, to the bravado, and so on and so forth. But, but I'd say the majority of these people are these kids are in those kind of same areas. And you look at the comment section of the videos, YouTube videos and on Twitter and and so on and so on. They follow these gangs like they're football teams they're, and like they're cheering them on. They're arguing with each other about, well, who, which one's the realist? Which one's the most OG? Who, you know, this person's more, more better than that person and so on and so forth. One of the most annoying things that really annoys me is that if someone, for example, when, uh, who's that guy? GB from Moscow 17 got killed the other day, Raheem something or another you see comments in the in the videos with people saying yeah now moscow need to ride out for gb they need to ride out meaning they need to go and retaliate they need to, it was this it's like this imagery of they're going out and their chariots coming out from their castle going out to you know <laughs> to attack their their you know their their rival kingdom kind of thing that's kind of like what they're on it's a combination between kind of a football fan thing and a kind of peasants kind of cheering on their, their their knights but this is what they're on they're saying yeah you got to ride out if you don't ride out then you're nothing man you're not on you know you're not on you're a neek you're not on nothing man you're not on nothing um and 
art, these artists slash gangbangers, they respond to the comments. They make snaps and Insta, Instas addressing things that are being said, addressing rumours rumors and so forth. Like I said, this social media buzz gives them the oxygen that they crave to do what they're doing. And, you know, the thing is, the, the people who are actively involved, the pro- we're only talking, probably talking about a couple of hundred, a few hundred boys, if that, in London. Out of all of the hundreds of thousands of youngsters in London, there's probably only a couple of hundred, literally, boys and some girls who are involved in the violence itself. But, you know, and and these are the kind of boys who at school would have been the bad boys, but then normally, back in my day, when school finished, they would be nothing. You know, they'd have no profile. The real world, they'll get found out in the real world because they'll realise that being a bad man hood rat, generally speaking, isn't going to pay your way in life. But with this drill stuff, with, you know, social media and so forth, it carries that on. It carries on the, the sort of playgrounds, power relations. And, it, you know, some of these people are getting famous as a result of it. But fifth point, all of this stuff, unfortunately, is hidden from elders and parents. You know, partly because government names are never used, real names that aren't used. And, you know, your boy could be a lovely boy in the house, you know, and they leave the house and they're on crud out on road. You know, they could be the, the fear. They could be going out stabbing people. They could be going out bullying people. They could be go, They could be trapping out on road and so on and so forth. It's very easy for these, particularly these single mothers, to not know what's going on. And... You know, even when you look at newspaper reports, that's, you, you, I, that's what made me realise the, the, the sort of how prevalent all of this stuff is, that when you look at newspaper reports of people who have been killed, stabbed in, you know, in, in London, the newspaper reports will use the real names and they won't say anything about, you know, anything else. But then you go onto these Twitters and Snapchats and so forth and you realise that, oh, the real name of this person is such and such from this gang, such and such from that gang, some, such and such from this gang. And then you realise that, yeah, oh, okay. And now you see these kids talking about, yeah, there was another shooting. You know, yeah, they, they you know, such and such went out. They rode out for their boy and they stabbed such and such. You know, there's a whole tit for tat violence thing going on that's part and parcel of the kind of tapestry of the drill music, of the, the social media chat, you know, the fanboyness, boydom, and so on. Now, just the last thing I want to say before con- summarising is that, you know, drill hasn't caused the crime. The, this, As far as I understand it, this spike in violent crime has kind of been happening over the last sort of four years or so, and, you know, that kind of predates the, the rise of drill. But even more than that, you know, the current levels of violent crime are still lower than they were in the noughties when, you know, it was all about grime. Grime was being blamed back in them days. But frankly, it's it's way too simplistic and silly to say that drill causes violence any more than social media causes violence or Snapchat causes violence and so on and so forth. And now let me, I want to kind of conclude that if you restrict the music or try to ban the social media activity, the violence won't go away. It will just move to other places, other forums. Now, unless you want to try and ban technological advancements like Amber Rudd, you know, I'm sure wants to do, wanted to do when she was Home Secretary before, uh, you know, a fall from grace. You know, as I said, back in the day, grime was blamed and the grime, you know, the authorities really did try and stop grime, thinking that that would stop the violence. So they had this Form 696 in London, for example, which is blatantly aimed at stopping uh, grime artists from being able to perform. Actually, there's a free speech issue here. Drill and, you know, 
grime and whatever, whatever. These musics are telling us something about things that maybe we don't want to hear, but it's there and we need to face up to it. You know, drill is telling us about the way the mentality of certain kids that certain kids have, as I'm saying, a small number of boys in London and other towns have this kind of very violent, very nihilistic, very materialistic mentality. And you can try and cover it up, but they'll, they'll get it out to you somehow. You know, we should be kind of grateful in a way that drill even exists there. What we need to do to deal with the issue is that, you know, we need to ask our quest- ourselves very tough questions, which I'll ask in future videos, such as why are so many of these boys being raised by single parents? What impact is that having on them getting involved in violence? What about the impact of educational, uh, you know, attainment? What about the impact of the police? The, you know, the relations between the police and these boys and these these areas. What are all the what's the impact of all of these things having? And in what sense, if at all, is it causing some of the spikes in violence? Dealing with these, dealing with the violence is going to take a lot more than just banning a few videos and taking down a few videos, which won't do anything basically. Aside from in very specific cases where, you know, you can be absolutely sure that, look, there's tensions on the street now because such and such has been killed. You know, perhaps then, you you know, these these forums like your YouTubes and so forth need to exercise caution and, you know, put, you know, hold hold down certain videos from being put up for a period of time. I don't know. But for me, censorship is usually too late. By the time you're getting to the stage where you're saying, oh, let's censor some videos, really it's way, way too late. And, you know, the, the way to solve these issues, as I say, the violence, is to deal with the underlying issues of with, to, to, with regard to families, housing, education, and so on and so forth. So those are just my kind of rough thoughts on this whole drill music and violence thing. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the A Talking Dude podcast. Hook up on social media again. It's A Talking Dude on Twitter, at A Talking Dude, I should say. Take care. Let me know your comments. Do like the the podcast and don't forget to subscribe and leave some reviews and so on. Take care for now and I'll speak to you soon.